episode joe it's another episode of dwn productions thc podcast sponsored by fast custom shirts here wherever the fuck you're watching it and what the fuck is that god damn it right off the fuck now my shit's going off god damn it's probably letting me know i'm live anyways right off the bat i just want to thank everybody who partook in the Black Friday, African-American Friday sale I had last week. I appreciate that shit for sure. Uh, There was a six to eight week wait time approximated for the sale, and that looks like that's about what it's going to be. So give it a few weeks before you start emailing me and shit. Not sure what I'm going to get to first or whatever, but uh, I did start pouring shit today. I just have other orders, pre-sale orders, to get to first. So that is only fair, and I would assume at 33% off, that's not a big deal. So again, appreciate it for sure. Um I mean, what yeah, you else don't have can to you make do? excuses, man. I mean, you said that from the beginning. Fuck it. You don't got to explain yourself to nobody. Yeah, I know, but that's just one of those things. I kind of try and strive to get the shit to people at a reasonable time. And eight weeks is like, hmm, what the fuck? However, I did say it. And that's what I have on the website, I think. I think on the website, I have it like four to six weeks or something like that. But Something like that. That's Something. just in case anything happens. Yeah. Something crazy. But thank you guys for sure. If there's uh, one person listening to this who actually bought something in the sale, I would be shocked. But thank you. Right. Joe, how did it go on your end? 
first of all, let's welcome the every, a few people to the chat. Uh, how you doing, Kyle Driver? How's it going, DWN's Terrible Horror Crap Podcast? <laughs> and how are you doing, Boy Gob? All right, so we're getting filled up in there. Well, uh, I'm not. You now, get filled up all you want. Like I said, uh, past years, I put on this sale. I get maybe, you know, three four eight out eight orders at the most so it's kind of like a bummer and i kind of don't like doing it uh but this year i got a shitload of orders so while i was away a lot came in so i guess telling people i ain't gonna do it again after this that might have an impact <laughs> i don't know um so yes thanks to everybody that went and ordered some shit you're getting some shirts for next to nothing so that's pretty good good deal for you Thank you, because a lot of people didn't just buy shit from the sale. They went and go, went ahead and got other stuff, too. So thank you. Every order helps keep uh, keep me in business and keeps the lights on. So, yeah. Yeah. I liked your marketing strategy this year. It was yeah. better than years I, prior. I don't know what to, uh, yeah, I don't know how to social media sale or shit like that. <laughs> Thank you for the words of wisdom. <laughs> and for those of you, go to fastcustomshirts.dot.com. dot um, <laughs> Yeah, it's been like that for a while. If it's not something really important, I'll throw the website on there. Otherwise, that's weird. That shit's like an at mentions too. You would think they'd want to fucking boost those more. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that in the past especially in this past year that nobody's really seen the posts that I make on the business page. So I've been doing more self-promotion on my regular page, which I liked keeping the two separate, but it seems like you can't really do that anymore. Nobody's going to see shit. Yeah. That's why I took this off the uh, DWN Facebook page, but I mean, it'll probably go back on there. So I mean, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm trying to keep swear words and shit from motherfuckers who look at the uh, uh, business page, but I mean, it kind of is what it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, thanks to everybody that came out to the Horror for the Holidays 8. I've been doing this thing for eight years, which uh, mm. surprised me. It's like, holy shit. Time is a flying by. And uh, it was a good crowd. Did a lot of sales out there. And, yeah, thanks to everybody that stopped by. I'm sure you're listening. Did you see old Jason? Did he pop up at this one? No, Jason wasn't there this year. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't recall seeing him last year either. So, yeah, it's been, what, maybe three years or three events because, you know, they postponed one because of that COVID shit or whatever. So, yeah, he just don't get out much anymore, Tom. Uh, thanks what to uh, excuse me. Thanks to Max for letting me crash at his place and ride his couch in the evening. Uh, really hospitable guy, and uh, watched a couple of movies that I wouldn't have otherwise have watched. Uh, that we'll be talking about later. Let me ask you this, Joe. This couch that you slept on, what was what was that old upholstery? Uh, it wasn't leather. It was what was, I don't know like what some kind of cloth. Yeah, 
like some cloth with maybe some kind of foam. Yeah. So you know the farts get trapped in that. They're, yeah, it doesn't just dust over wait, like they the wait for somebody ones. to to lay their head down and then they escape from the because <laughs> yeah. the pressure gets put on it and it ex- <laughs> fuck. We're Did all you watch your Tom. Boom, 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 boom. No, mine went dum 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 da da dum dum. Oh, shit. So how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, uh, we went over to Lisa's sister's. We ate. The turkey was really good. And then we came home. (laughs) So it was all right, it sounded like. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with it, you know. Well, that's good, Joe. I'm glad to hear that there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, Elisa made a bunch of desserts. Took all all the desserts she made were were great. And I'm not somebody that eats a lot of sweets or anything, but I do like me an apple pie. Do you like that poontang pie? It seems the chat does. Yeah, the chat like like you queued them up. Oh, he said poontang. <laughs> Oh, shit. If only there was really someone behind that account. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Joe, let's get into a little watching. All watching right. and a whistling. Yeah. I got uh, more than usual as I'm continuing on my films of 2022, which I'm getting kind of tired of films of 2022 by this point. Uh, I've watched a movie called Mid-Century. And I believe I watched this in on Peacock, maybe? One of those. Anyway, this is about a architect that uh, built all the houses in the neighborhood. And he's, uh, he's like real fucking famous. And he's dead now. And this guy goes to stay at one of his houses. Because one of his houses is now like a B&B or whatever. Not a B&B. What do you, Airbnb. What, where the fuck does the air part of that come from? What does that mean? Anyway, they go stay there, but holy shit, something's going on. You know, there's like ghostesses in this house. And it turns out that architect, like, kind of like killed off all the men in the neighborhood. And he was fucking all the women. <laughs> keeping, them, keeping them trapped there. And the ghosts of the people that he killed, they're still trapped there too. And it's all about releasing the ghosts. And the spirit of this guy is in his son that he had with one of the trapped ladies or something. I don't know. It's fucking, it's boring. Uh, There's no reason for anybody to watch it other than me. I'm a dumbass. Just don't be a dumbass and watch something else. This movie seems like it proves the point that you don't have to go to a hospital to give birth. You can just do it while you're chained up to the wall, it sounds like. Yeah, you can bite through that umbilical cord or whatever. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can get scissors or something. Oh, yeah, if you happen to have scissors nearby, but you can never seem to find them when you need them. (laughs) Well, I'm sure if you're going to, you know, deliver birth at home chained to a wall, the first thing you do is grab some scissors. And hopefully the second thing you do is Grab a couple towels. <laughs> yeah. 
hot towels. Yeah, because in case you, you want to shave. Well, I was gonna say to put it under the lady's ass so it's not cold. So I'm sure it's concrete floor, but you know, you've already been raping her for all these years while she's been chained to the wall. So what the fuck do you care? <laughs> I mean, you'd think some of these rapists would practice safe sex, you know. Oh, the we last don't thing you want to do is you know contract a disease or something. <laughs> Oh, I took my dog to the vet today, Joe. Speaking of diseases, feline AIDS. I said, <laughs> Riley, what are you doing going around? Now you can't say that. Never mind, Joe. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. Now I probably can't say that either, so I won't. <laughs> It's a new world, Tom. You need to leave these archaic <laughs> views behind. You know, they are people, too. No, I was going to say something about dogs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because my dog's not having sex with people. It's having sex with other dogs. Oh, no, it was going to be cats. Right. Because it was feline AIDS. That's right. So I was going to say, Riley, why are you going around the neighborhood? having sex with all these cats and then you know add something to it right <laughs> but anyway that moment's passed Thanks, Tom hopefully something better than mid-century <clears throat> hey Joe have you ever seen the movie they live yeah I saw that in the movie theater damn how old are you gramps pretty fucking old <laughs> Too old to be putting up with shit. Is it too old to be forgotten? Yes. And it's all like the numbers in front of me. it. Yes. <laughs> Four. So uh why the fuck is it called They Live? It seems like there probably could have been a better fucking title. Like they're aliens. <laughs> no, I mean that kind of sucks. Uh, I Maybe blinded. You know, I'm sure there could have been a better title than They Live. But, uh, yeah, the title sucks. But uh, George the Buck Flowers in it as a fucking sellout. He's in a bum at the beginning. And then he turns into a fucking rich man fancy pants with a teleporting watch. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this one's about, uh, oh, it's about an hour and a half long. The end ah! kind of drags a little bit, but it's an okay die. movie. But they never lived either. That sounded more like a Robert Rodriguez. Sorry, Robert Rodriguez joined. Thank you. Anyways, in this one, Diamond Dallas Page stars as Joe Hobo, and he's just, you know, drifting around town, fucking fixing up showers and hobo encampments for a for a place to stay while he's working on a job site, which these job sites are kind of fucked, you know. Not, not too many Mexican people on the site. I don't know how it was back then, but Joe, there's a problem going on at our border today. <laughs> Have you heard about it? Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's <laughs> where the movie really derails, and you're like, oh, okay, so this is science fiction, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, here's this construction site loaded with people that we don't necessarily 
uh, associate with hard work. <laughs> We're talking about the white people, obviously. Yes, them <laughs> and the others. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure everybody watching this knows what the fuck they live and what it's about. It's about being a fucking hippie and having your eyes open after taking a couple hits of LSD one night. Uh, it seems like something a very, very angsty young man would make. Unfortunately, John Carpenter was 53 he years wasn't old. Young at the time, right? <laughs> he wasn't even close to his first movie. <laughs> But yeah, it really, it really feels like a, like a movie, a much, a much younger fuck authority, man, which I mean, that's all, that's all well and good and all that. But this uh, seems like a viewpoint of a, of a much larger person. But when you look at everything in society, it's clear that, that, uh, you know, society is built in a certain way and uh, especially america where it's built on consumerism and shit it's not like god damn this is the deepest thing i've ever fucking seen i mean it is what it is it's it's the country we live in and it's just a slanted take on it instead of them being lizard people they're just like skinned blue they're <laughs> They're skeletons that are holding their breath, Joe. <laughs> they breathe should have been the title of the movie. <laughs> so, like, what made you go back to, to watch this again? Or as the film culture would say, revisit this, Tom? A gentle fellow named, I don't know if he wants his name out there, so let's just Not call him Logan Chumley. He oh. asked if... Uh, Hey, you want to paint this mask for me? And I said, sure. So uh, I was a they live mask and I watched it while I painted it. Oh. Makes sense, right? You're doing your research. Yeah. Get a little inspiration. Look it's at the shit. screen accurate. I don't know about that. But he said he was happy with it. I thought it looked cool. And uh, there's not another one out there like it. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie again in in quite a while. I, uh, it's not I right. I don't even think I own it. You know, it's like, it's one of those movies that, yeah, exactly, it's all right. Uh, I don't think it's great. Um, you know, I don't love it. So it's no the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not even an escape from New York. <laughs> Now, I was going to say it's not even an escape from L.A., but no, it's better than escape from L.A. Anthony Mancini says it should have been called They Blue. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I would say if you haven't seen it, give it a watch because it is a classic. Just uh, don't expect to be fucking blown away. Or maybe you will be. Who am I to? say you will or won't be but i mean realistically it's just okay yeah it's a well-liked movie in the horror scene as they say <laughs> even though it's a sci-fi movie yeah <laughs> it's definitely a sci-fi movie it's not a fucking horror movie but yeah it's all right it's just uh not a whole lot there no. parts of it seem like a like a 70s-ish 
TV show with like some of the sets and I don't know. It's it's all right. <laughs> I have it. I think I watched it on DVD. If they came out with a new fucking Blu-ray version, I don't think I'd get it. I'm good with that Scream Factory DVD. Yeah. Hey Joe, what'd you watch? I watched the second season of Los Espookies. And this is about the special effects team that gets hired by people to help them with their problems. Uh, good shit. This show is very funny and uh, it's stupid. You know, it's got some stupid, idiotic shit that's funny. You know, it's uh, it's stupid to help progress the story along. It's not stupid just for the sake of stupidity. You know, and I'd recommend it. The episodes are 30 minutes long, and there's only six per season, so you can fly through this shit. And uh, unless you don't like to read, you'll enjoy it. If you know Spanish, you know, if you took Spanish in uh, high school, chances are you know Spanish. So uh, you'll be able to watch and follow along easily. Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Joe, I took Spanish in high school. Did you, Tom? I did. You were supposed to say C. Si. We all ah, <laughs> uh, we all had to uh, pick. I don't. This was kind of fucking weird. Like we all had to pick Spanish names <laughs> that we were going to be called in class. Which seems kind of fucked up. And just because oh, I'm, I'm a dickhead, I'm going to be called Margarita. And she's just like, well, that's a lady's name. And I was just like, yep, Margarita. So what I'm trying to say is I'm a Is you were a prick in high school, too. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I passed that, but I did. I think Can't they just even make enchiladas right. Every. Mm, I don't know. You remember that uh, school from like a year or two ago, where that black kid had long hair, so they kicked him out. He said, "Get out of here, you fucking black kid with long hair." And they picked him up by the back of the shirt and the belt <laughs> loop on his pants and threw him out the fucking door. So you remember that? They rode him out on a rail, Tom. Mm -hmm. Well, this was remember. at school, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barber's Hill. Were you out there when they did it, cheering? <laughs> with, with your <laughs> no justice, no peace. Say his name. Say his name. No, that I can a hundred percent say that school's fucking no bueno. It's <laughs> fucking like the high schools modeled after a prison. Their motto is excellence by any measure. <laughs> I mean that's some fucking Nazi shit right there. I don't fucking know what else to tell you. And uh mm, not mm. He's better off not being there. 
So uh, would not recommend, Joe. All right. I won't go to school there. <laughs> hide out like John Cryer did in that one movie. But anyway. The hideout. What else did you watch, Tom? I watched Thanks Killing 3. Have you heard of it? I've. Yeah, I didn't know there was three of them, though. There's two. Oh. The second one is like a storyline for the movie. They, uh, the turkey goes and he hunts down a little, I can't speak. The turkey, a kill, these movies are about a killer turkey. So uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving 2 is like a fake movie that the turkey acted in. And it was so fucking bad, they had it burned and all copies were destroyed except one. So he's going to hunt down the last copy of this movie. Uh, the second one is a lot better than the first one. The first one's just like a low-budget slasher movie with a killer turkey. The second one is a fake movie. And the third one, it's like a bunch of fucking puppets, uh, a bunch of costumes and shit. Like The third one feels like uh, Meet the Feebles, but you don't have to go take a shower after you watch the motherfucker. Like, I like Meet the Feebles. I think the movie is a hoot, but it just looks so fucking dirty and grimy, and it's a sleazy fucking dirty movie. So after you watch, you're just like, oh, I've just been raped. I need to take a shower. But uh, this one, you don't. It's a lot yes, of bright colors. And if you get raped, don't take a shower. <laughs> Go to the cops and ask and ask to purchase a kit. Yes. <laughs> That they'll lose or misfile. Even if you're a man. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you're not a man because you were raped. Still go. Still go to the police department and ask to purchase a rape kit. Take your checkbook. Yes. Or credit cards. Hopefully you didn't get raped and mugged because that would just be a bad day. <laughs> So Thanks Killing 3, it's fucking great. I love this movie. It's uh it's probably one of my favorite fucking holiday movies. Even if it's not a holiday, I'll watch this motherfucker. It's good. Don't know if I could suggest it to you, Joe, because it uh it is goofy. And yeah, there's I don't a lot really of puppetry. Like, I don't like trauma stuff, so I'll give it a pass. No, I would say it's above that. Like, there's some really good fucking work. There's some good puppet work. There's some good uh, fucking set decorations and all the shit they made. Like, there's a graveyard scene. It's all miniatures with, like, puppeteering skeleton puppets. And it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's a little, it's a little too goofy. I think you might appreciate the artistry, but uh, that would be it. If and it is, it's kind of mean spirited, surprisingly, too, for how fucking cool it looks and how colorful it is and all that shit, too. But uh, it's pretty funny, and uh, I like it more and more every now. I can't say that because I really liked it since the first time I saw it. So, thanks, Killing Three would recommend go fucking watch it, skip the first one, and the when second did one isn't real. Killing Three come out, I think it's almost 10 years ago now. Okay. So it's been a minute. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done anything else. Or maybe they have, and I just don't know, because this one was pretty fucking good. 
There's like all different kinds of puppets and shit in there too. It's good shit. And Flois, she's the fucking man. Remember that shit. Oh well. Um Tom, I watched a movie called Boon. Mm. I watched this, I think, on the Roku channel. Is but it a 2022 movie? I believe it is 2022. And this is about a hitman, Tom, that's retired. He's just kind of living out by himself in the woods. But he's got some neighbors that are close by. The uh the FBI is after him. The mob is after him. And, uh, well, turns out his neighbor is a preacher lady. And she got into, I don't know, she owes some kind of debt to there, the local mob. And so they're using her land to make a tunnel so they can smuggle weapons from Canada. So I guess Canada is a big... Uh, gun smuggling country i don't fucking know but anyway these mobsters are hassling her you see you know, <laughs> you know maybe want to rape her maybe want to rape her son too well if she they do i hope she gets raped with a 20 dollar bill on her for when she heads to the police station to get that kit mm-hmm. you need that kit for sure uh so this uh retired hitman that's trying to hide out and keep a low profile decides to help her out against these mobster types and from there Did you say lobster types yes lobster men they turn out to be lobster men if you have special glasses you can see their claws um <laughs> it's about what you expect typical shit you know he's protecting him and there's shootouts and stuff and this guy gets shot twice in the movie. Once, like the first, right in the beginning, he gets shot. Oh, that's how he met the neighbor because they found him in the woods and nursed him back to health. And, uh, but like you get shot in the stomach, you're pretty fucked up for a while. But he's back at it, kicking ass and whatever. And then he gets shot at the end. And then they do a, a post credit scene where he kills the baddie, the main baddie, Tom. It's, yeah. Fuck this movie. You know, it's not bad, but it's definitely not good. It's just a movie that's there. And I do not recommend Boon. Is this the John Morrison vehicle? I don't know who John Morrison is. The wrestler from, uh, what the fuck was that dog movie where the dog was a wrestler? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I would recommend that. Russell Mania. Russell, yeah, Russell Mania. Definitely recommend that over this. <clears throat> Was that the same guy in that and this? Oh, fuck, I don't know. There's some Irish. Was he guy. some fucking long haired skinny fuck? No, there's no long haired skinny no? fucks. Okay. All right. So I guess there's different fucking boon franchises where they're both bounty hunters and shit. Maybe. He's not a bounty hunter. He's a retired assassin trying to keep That's low. The and same shit. shit. You know, he's uh, on the run from the mob and the FBI. You said lobsters. And the lobster men, but you only can see them if you have the special glasses. I've seen these lobster men, as you call them, and they're controlling Hollywood, Joe. I can yeah. see because of these glasses. They're heroes in a segmented shell. 
What'd you hmm. watch, Tom? Joe, I watched Long Lost Christmas. This is a Hallmark original. Have you heard of it? No. <clears throat> Imagine that. So uh, these Hallmark movies, they're, they have a, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or just one of their fucking movies. It's, they have three things they got to pick from. It's all right. What, what wild job does this white lady have? What fucking uh, very rich white place can we put this white lady in? And uh, what crazy job is her love interest white? That's good, man. That's that they're gonna that he's gonna have that uh, she's gonna kiss at the very last part of the movie. So uh, in this one, I forgot what her fucking job is, but uh, she has to wait. No, <laughs> it sucks, Joe. There's no point in talking about this shit. It sucks. No one watching this is gonna fucking watch it. Run so what did you watch? Fuck, what was that Hallmark movie Tom watched? The mm. Land Before Christmas. That was it. Fuck, we'll get to that. Okay, I watched The Beyond. Group bought some tickets to go see The Beyond. The composer's cut, Tom. You know, this is not the director's cut. This is the composer's cut which means that the movie is exactly the fucking same, but the score is different. You know what's the main difference in the score? It's louder than it was in the past. It's louder than the audio track. And uh, and I went in there and I was like, man, they're turning up their guitars. Mm -hmm. And they were like, man, he's turning up his vocals. He's turning up that synthesizer. Um, so Lucho Fulci, another guy that's beloved in the horror community. Uh, this or dude's AJ Styles would call. Um, <laughs> his movies are stupid. They're really fucking dumb. They don't make any sense whatsoever. And they're movies like Argento's movies that are carried on by some some good gore and some kick-ass music. That That's all they have going for them. They don't make a fucking lick of sense. I can't tell you what this movie's about. Uh, let's see. Some lady that I think was a hooker in New York inherited a hotel in Louisiana that... Uh, is built on top of one of the gates to hell. And as she's having some plumbing work done, they reopen the gate to hell. So now people are getting killed in a hospital in Louisiana. <laughs> Joe, we're going to remake this movie with a little fucking and sucking and call it whores in a hell house. <laughs> hey, that would sell. Um, uh, but yeah, there's tarantulas that do some killing that, that are pretty funny. There's what? Tar tarantulas. <laughs> Thank you. Guys with pointy t spikes at the end of their boots are killing people. Um, yeah, this movie, it's got some cool shit, but overall, these movies are dumb. <laughs> They're fucking dumb. You know why? 
swaps. Yep. Yep. That's that's the main reason. Never seen a WAP who wasn't greasy, Joe. So there's I watched with with the dog, you know, and I like dogs, but there's monsters or monsters or zombies or ghouls. I don't know what the fuck they are, but they're like this one lady's freaking out because there's all these zombies around her, and it's an aerial shot of her in the middle. <laughs> four zombies you know she's fucking surrounded and the dog's fucking asleep <laughs> right in the middle of it all oh, it's fucking great <laughs> was it dead no <laughs> all right it wasn't dead that's good we'll get to that later though joe i watched a 2022 movie called blaze this is about a, a 12-year-old girl. A rapper guy. <laughs> Sitting in the ghetto thinking about how blazed and passed away. Uh, anyways, Blaze 2022. <laughs> Those were gunshots. Anyways, again, Joe, this is about a 12-year-old girl who's uh, eating ice cream, walking home, and uh, she stumbles upon a rape in the alley. And uh, it squares her, scares her so much, she crushes her ice cream and hides behind a wall and doesn't yell or anything while this lady's getting raped. And then she pisses herself. So this lady's climbing up a wall, trying to get away. And the guy just fucking like grabs her legs and pulls her down. She whacks her head on the ground. You know, brain bleeds and bleeds out. And so this guy's going to add necrophilia on top of everything else. All the other mischief he's getting into today, he's going to add necrophilia in it so uh you know he's a two pump chump he uh raw dogs and bales as they say joe and also then, uh, uh, you don't have to get a rape kit if you're dead <laughs> no you don't because you can't spend money they'll just take it off you anyway so don't right. worry about it <clears throat> when i think it comes free with the funeral i think but you have to pay for the funeral which is a lot more, yeah. That's the least they can do. It's a gift from the police commissioner. So uh, the she uh, to deal with this uh, tragedy, she imagines a uh, pet dragon, which isn't like a dragon you would think, like a medieval dragon, so or that, even like that movie Imagine or that band Imagine Dragons. I have no fucking idea, Joe. Never heard I've of never them. heard of that shit. No, I've heard the name of the band. Never heard their music. Well, I have not, so I can't tell you yes or no. But uh, this doesn't look so much like a dragon as it looks like Liberace fucked a dog. It's hard to explain. It uh, hard to explain. I think Liberace fucked a dog is is pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, representation of what this thing looks like and uh, when it all boils down to it this is a coming of age story of a uh, I guess a girl becoming a woman 
and just dealing with problems. And of course, she's going to get her period because that's what you have to do in these kind of movies, blah, blah, blah. It's all right. If you like dark coming of age stories with a fucking weird dragon thing, give it a shot. But uh, I don't think it's as good as a lot of people have been saying it was. I'm not and as big an A24 fan as you are, though. This is some Australian. Well, I mean, that doesn't matter. It could be <laughs> A24, but I don't think it is. I don't think this is an A24 joint. Sounds like it. Yeah, it does. No, I mean, I understand. It uh, It definitely does. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just uh, another coming-of-age story. Okay, I guess. Not making the list, Joe. Tom, I watched The Curse of Crom, The Legend of Halloween. <laughs> this is about a high school girl that is a uh, food delivery driver, whatever they call those. like The pizza know, boy. Dial-a-meal or something. Um and she has one of her neighbors that constantly is ordering Chinese food. And he says, hey, just leave it on the step. And he never tips. She gets real pissed off one day and throws his food away in the bin. And, well, she just fucks up because she went the next day to apologize. His door was open. The guy was dead. Mm. Because that Chinese food was being left out for a spirit. So the spirit wouldn't get angry and start killing people. But now the spirit's angry and starts killing people. The fucking ghost of Genghis Khan? What the fuck's going on here, Joe? No, because the mask doesn't look as good as Genghis Khan. It's a pretty basic, basic looking uh, monster. And sometimes it's CGI. This movie sucks, too. It's <laughs> just a real big piece of shit. Nobody can act in it. Um, they, they they try to do some comedy, but it all falls flat. And like somebody on when I put it online that I had watched it, somebody got defensive of the movie. Hey, this you know this was made for kids. Well, maybe it's made for dumb fucking kids. It's not <laughs> like your fucking, fucking idiot children. <laughs> yeah, <bitch. laughs> like your kids. You stupid fuck. Um, that's just a piece of shit. And if that's what fucking. <sighs> Why don't you climb off that fucking hog of a bitch wife of yours and go teach your stupid fucking Send kids your kids some to school, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this movie sucks. Sounds Would not weird. recommend. It is a 2022 movie. And uh, yeah, I'm getting sick of 2022 movies. I mean, the poster looks all right. Now that you said that it was made for kids, I think that's why I didn't watch it, because it was like PG or PG-13 or some shit. Yeah, see, now like that poster, I'm, I'm very wary of, of a good poster art. With posters that have that kind of style of art, like you can tell it's going to, oh, this is going to be some low-budget shit, because, you know... Like mainstream movies don't do shit like that anymore. You know, movies with any kind of a budget don't do that. Yeah, but we talked about what the fuck kind of posters they do. Yeah, they they do shit posters, but these guys they're they're fucking trying to make an effort on the poster because they made no effort on their movie. Well, I mean, they say don't judge a book by its cover, but that's why fucking that. books have covers, you motherfucker. 
You can definitely judge a book by its cover. Like if you want a fucking cookbook and you see a motherfucker with a dragon on it or some shit in a yeah. helmet, it's like, yeah, probably not going to. It's just going to fucking, yeah, throw a fucking chicken on a fire and hope you don't shit your pants. Mm-hmm. Check out <laughs> it once in a while. Mm-hmm. Hopefully kill it first so you don't fucking make the son of a bitch suffer. <laughs> and don't fuck it. Unless you go to the police station and buy it again. Get it a rape kit. <laughs> yeah. Best thing about chickens is they don't talk. You know what they do? Gobble. That's a, that turkey. It's a turkey. turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a second cousin twice removed. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What do you watch? Never... Oh, shit. Okay. Back Joe. And keep on track. I watched my, my Family Southern Christmas. Mm. This is another Hallmark movie. But unlike other Hallmark movies, this has your boy, Bruce Campbell, in it. He plays a Louisiana... And of course you're going to watch it, because Bruce Campbell is mm-hmm. in it. That's exactly yeah. why. Was he talking it like Southern Tom? I mean, <laughs> it's... Uh, he wasn't talking like a Georgia gentleman, but uh, I think because that's a little too offensive, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the Hallmark people is like, you can't do the accent too offensive. We don't want to seem like we're mocking these coon ass motherfuckers. So just try and put a light, you know, just a light Southern accent. And uh, I'm pretty sure they had this conversation with everybody in the cast. Because everybody kind of talked with a southern accent sometimes. And then they lost it a lot of the times in the same sentences. Oh, well, you know, now I'm going down to the river and I'll just go down there and get my boat. It's like, what? What, What's going? That's, That's acting. Okay, I guess so. Uh, so old Bruce Campbell plays a, uh, yes. a Louisiana meat pie baker or salesman or some shit. He makes meat pies and sells them to people. And uh, about, I don't know, 30 some years ago, he also knocked some broad up and left. So he's a deadbeat dad too, but... He also has this whole other family in Louisiana that he takes care of and has a wife and two kids and a, and a meat pie empire. So this lady who's his daughter comes back saying, uh, oh, I'm doing a story on you. because, Dude, there's some fucking Louisiana bullshit they're trying to say in this fucking movie where there's like some swamp Santa Named something fucking stupid, Cajun French, that bon or some fucking Noel. So it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! So this guy is he gets become... alligators to pull him on a sled and shit. Yes, yes, and they all have <laughs> names like Kaparar So these this fucking parish, they have a guy who like drives around in a fan boat, lighting. It came off kind of racist because you think Louisiana people lighting giant vigils on fire. You're just like, mm, maybe 
Maybe you should run, Leroy. I will hold them off as much as I can. But maybe you should run. And it got that kind of vibes on it. So uh, this parish, like, uh, they have a guy who dresses up in fucking Christmas-themed flannel and drives in a fan boat lighting these Christmas trees on fire and... Oh, Jesus Christ, Joe. I want to puke knowing you knew what the fuck this fucking hillbilly Cajun ritual shit was. And uh, thinking about that now makes me sick. This movie (laughs) fucking sucks. Louisiana sucks. Bruce Campbell sucks. And uh, Jesus Christ. The guy can't act. That's why he's in Hallmark movies, Joe. <laughs> yeah, no fucking range whatsoever. On Paramar, Shimarar Hot. Now I'm just like speaking fucking. I don't know. I don't know. Tom, I watched Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. AKA the G's Evil Dead. I don't know who gave it that second title, but uh, yeah, it's I not do. like the Evil Dead. But uh, anyway, now this is a Wild Eye release. And it is your typical Japanese uh, ghost movie. Like there was a death inside a house, a jealous wife killed her husband, and I guess she died too. And she was a. Uh, She's possessing the house, so anybody that goes in there is going to get possessed by her, or her spirit's just going to pop up and kill them. But uh, the guy that inherited the house, everybody seems to inherit these fucking haunted houses or gateways to hell or whatever. One of his friends wants to go do an investigation there because she's a ghost investigator. So her and another buddy and this guy go check. Sure enough. The ghost is possessing them and trying to kill them one by one. And this is boring as fuck. It's very slow and very, very low budget. And uh, I was falling asleep at certain areas of it. But then finally, in the last 10 minutes, this is where they used all their money and they used it well. It's got good, low budget special effects, uh, just some silly, goofy ass shit that uh that works because it's over the top and it's dumb and the whole movie is only like like an hour and five minutes so it's worth going through all that boredom or just fuck it just you know fast forward it to the last 10 minutes and watch that and then you're done with it i mean you're not really missing anything you just read the synopsis and there it goes to go to the end and uh yeah because you can fight ghosts with like dumbbells and and shit like that is it because of the iron? I think so. Oh, lead. Well, you shouldn't really be working out with lead. No, lead paints. You know what you though. should be doing? Firing it in the motherfuckers. Pew, 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 pew. Fill them full of lead. Yeah. You, you watch know what you would also that? do? No. Not saying it. Never mind, Joe. I watched The Christmas Inn. (laughs) In this one, Stephanie from Full House 
works for i think jack hey and uh jack hey so this isn't a new movie oh no i think it's relatively new oh i didn't know jack hey was still alive She's in Hallmark movies now. Christmas-themed okay. Hallmark movies with Stephanie Tanner. So, um... thought she died Jack- shortly after Ladybugs. That was Rodney. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they look similar, so I understand. What was I... Oh, the Christmas Inn. So, Stephanie works for Jack Hay. And uh, she's going to go check out this inn that Jack Hay wants to buy and turn into an investment. However, it's built on one of the gates to hell. It is. (laughs) Her ex-boyfriend runs the inn. Oh, my God. They kiss at the end and run the inn together. It's a fucking Hallmark movie. I would not recommend anybody listening to this fucking watch it unless your mother would like to watch it or maybe your wife or boyfriend other than that i don't know why you would watch this shit every time i see old fucking stephanie tanner i always remember this fucking thing this news story fox news not the fucking like news channel but like the fox your local Fox Affiliates news uh, program. They they did a story, and the headline was Sweet on Meth because Jody Sweeten's her name, and she was using crystal meth at the time. And they thought that was the uh, appropriate way to tell the world that she was going through some shit. (laughs) That poor girl. (laughs) Rest in empowerment. I'm glad you were able to overcome and get on the Hallmark channel. Mm. I watched a film called Meat Cleaver Massacre. Now, with that title, what would you think this movie would be about? Oh, dude, I've seen this so long ago. I would think it'd be like a slasher flick, right? Meat Cleaver. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's absolutely not. It's about a professor. I forget. It, this is the one that doesn't look good, right? Uh, as in like... Well, I don't know, dude. I watched an old VHS fucking of it, so I don't know what the fuck you watched. That was well, stupid. You mean like, if it doesn't look good by you, you mean it's not very clean? The uh, transfer yeah. of that? Then no, it doesn't. Uh, okay. But it's about a professor. and uh, Yeah, a medical guy or some shit. Now he's teaching people about ancient curses and you know shit like that, and there's some college guys, some college tough guys saying, "Hey, professor, why are you teaching all that shit? That's stupid. You don't believe that shit, do you? You dumb motherfucker. We're gonna come to your house and fucking kill all your whole stupid fucking family." And they do, they do, they follow through with what they said they were gonna do, but they didn't kill him, Tom. He's just in a coma. But when he's in a coma, he summons one of these spirits that he was teaching about. And that spirit goes on a quest for revenge and kills each one of these toughs one by one. Uh, I liked it. I 
I thought it was pretty fucking good. Much better than I expected. Uh, the guy that's playing the main tough guy, he's an ugly fucker, and he's really good. <laughs> and he, you would think, like, man, this guy should have been in a bunch more movies playing this exact same role again and again, like David Hess did, you know, or uh, or I don't know, that Tom whatever guy. Um, but yeah, this is a cool flick. It's got cool music. Uh, it's not for everybody. If you if you like slasher movies and you're going into this thinking you're getting a slasher, you're probably not going to like it. You'll probably be pissed. But I'm telling you, that's not what it is. So you can't blame me, you fuckers. Um, it's I like, not I, ringing a bell. I would recommend. I would recommend if you're into this, something a little different. This has got <laughs> a very uh, mid-70s vibe to it or late 70s vibe. Yeah. I dig it. Meet Cleaver Massacre. I think it's on Shutter. I think it's streaming on there. That figures. It was uh, definitely a surprise, uh, pleasant surprise of a watch. Joe, you ever take a hit of Cold Fire? No. You ever see the movie? Cold Fire. I don't think so. It's a Wings Hauser joint. Not mm. just because he's in it, but he directed it as well. He's directed a few movies, Tom. And Cold Fire is one of them. I would recommend The Art of Dying. We'll see. It's a great we'll one. We'll see. So uh, in this one, there's a new drug on the street called Cold Fire. What it does? Drug stuff. Hits you high and fucks you up. And uh, it's about the rookie cops who go to uh, take down the person who's uh, selling the old cold fire, Joe. It's fucking great. If you like laughing at bad movies, and if you like drinking and laughing at bad movies, and if you like smoking legal marijuana, drinking and laughing at bad movies, go watch Cold Fire. It's fucking great. I don't want to spoil a lot of this shit because uh, highly, highly recommended. It is probably one of my new favorite bad movies because it's that good. But uh, there's is this a the guy. One that vinegar Syndrome just put out? That who? Vinegar Syndrome? No. It's got some former porn star in it that does conventions now? No. Ginger Lynn. Yeah. Okay. Well, they put out one with him and her in it. Oh. I see. This is not that one. This is no. Cold Fire. Yes. Yes. Uh there's uh it makes the movie starts out like you're gonna follow this one cop and he's just a fucking racist, misogynistic fucking piece of shit, 80s stereotype. You know, so he's a regular he's a regular white guy, is what I was yeah. gonna say. But yeah, same thing. Like you follow him for 20 minutes and it's fucking hilarious. And then he gets suspended. And then you got to follow these rookie cops and shit. <laughs> it's still fucking funny. But if you had to follow like that guy the whole time, it would have been fucking awesome. But you don't. And it still works. Highly recommend Cold Fire. Whenever they fucking put that shit on Blu-ray or fucking 84K and charge me $9,000 for it. I'll think about it. With that slipcover. No, I'll get it without the cardboard. I'll get the standard edition. 
But yeah, highly recommend Cold Fire, a Wings Hauser production. I watched watch anything else? No. Oh, all right. Well, Joe, I watched one more. Did you? It, yes. It's called Mind, Body, and Soul. And it's starring Wings Hauser and Ginger Lynn Allen. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Oh, all right. Well, in this one, old Ginger Lynn Allen, her boyfriend says, Hey, baby. Why don't you come to this party with me? And she says, there going to be any cocks for me to suck there? And she says, hey, baby, well, I'm paying you. You're only sucking my... She, so they go to, and it's a cult meeting. Joe, oh, my God, they're all cultists. And they're going to chop this blonde lady up with her nips hanging out. But luckily, the cops stop everything. And, uh, you know, the cops think she's a part of it. Because she was there, even though she was the only person dressed like a normal person and not, you know, stereotypical cult member garb, which would be, you know, a black robe that they got. And a medallion that the leader wears. I don't know if they had that much money. No, no, the leader might have had a medallion. So, uh, yeah, she gets locked up. No Lesbo stuff goes on, which is surprising considering the star of the movie. But uh, Wings Hauser's a lawyer, and he says, I'm going to get you out of here. I believe you. We're going to, my family was killed by a cult, so we're going to take them down. So uh, Wings Hauser gets her out. She never blows him or anything. And it turns out Wings Hauser was the leader of the cult, Joe. It's pretty fucking lame. Wings Hauser isn't even drunk or fucking wild in it. No one's doing any sucking and fucking. Would not recommend. You said Vinegar Syndrome recently released this. I would definitely not pay whatever the fuck ridiculous price they are charging for this fucking movie. There are definitely, definitely better Wings Hauser movies. And I'm sure there are definitely better Ginger Lynn movies out there. Movies where she says, no, put the whole thing in, and things like that. So, as for this one, would not recommend. All right, then. And, Joe, that's what I watched. All right. Oh, look out, Tom. Look out. There is a sentry flying by you. A sentinel. A sentinel, yes. <laughs> so anyways, we watched Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. Joe, tell us all about the centuries. Okay, well, in this movie, a guy that fucking died in the last movie, they kind of gloss over that scene. They show it, but they kind of cut it a little different to where he gets up. He didn't die. That was just bullshit that we clearly saw. In the last movie that he died. No, he made it out okay. So he's cruising around looking for little boys to pick up. He ends up, fireplace <laughs> he ends up finding one, you know, and this little kid, he's a tough guy kid, you know. He knows how to shoot guns and fucking uh, shoot bows and arrows and he knows how to throw grenades and like 
set you know little... what else he knows how to do, Joe? I don't know. He, he knows how to clap cheeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I saw an edited version of this film because I did not see that scene, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> you want me to send it to you? <laughs> so he picks up the little boy, says, hey, you're my kid now, uh, which is prison talk to where it means like, hey, I'm fucking you now. But uh, then he told him like, to hold his pocket. Like this kid's playing hard to get, so he tries to ditch the kid at an orphanage. But the kid's like, "No, nah, man, people get fucking orphanages too. I'll stick with the bald dude." So he sneaks back in the car. They're cruising around. They go to a mausoleum, and uh, and those balls, those sentinels, sentries, sent yeah. <laughs> Sentinels are flying around and the uh, citronellas. Yeah. But he uh he he gets saved, old Reggie does, by two by Jesus? You know, by two gentlewomen that are militants. You know, they're they're you know they're militants because they're wearing camouflage and shit. And one of them gets killed and they do the whole thing where let me hold this so we can have <laughs> the effect. Where the fluids, the blood is going to pour out of my head, and I'm holding it in place. Well, I mean, you'd be trying to pull it out of your head, too, right? No, I'd probably be dead. You know? (laughs) I'd probably be dead if something, like, punctured into my brain or something. Um, But, yeah, so they kill one of them. The other one uses her nunchucks to fight the fucking uh, sentinel, sentry. What, what What are they called? The sentinels. You know, like the X-Men that are out there killing mutants and stuff. Uh, so Reggie, you know, <laughs> he's not getting anywhere with the kid. So he decides to start uh, being very inappropriate. You know, raping. Well, I mean, you got to you gotta build it up. Like they notice that uh, Reggie's coughing a little bit. And then he starts to get a sniffle. And then uh, the kid, the kid checks him. He's just like, Reg, I think you're getting a little warm. You're getting a little warm there, Reg. He's and got Reg a fever, says, right? Yes, Joe, that's exactly what he has. Hey. Anyway, the lady, she says, me too. Me too. And uh, so Reg gets nowhere with her. And so they hunt down the uh, (laughs) zombies that are driving hearses. They follow them to another mausoleum. (laughs) And uh, there they, they, I don't know, they bust Mike out because he's in one of the spheres. Or something. I don't know. Inside the spears is like a whole other dimension. That's or Jody. Jody. Jody is one of the spears now. One of the <laughs> sentinels. Because that's what he was doing all the time. He would shrink them, shrink the victims, you see, and then get their brains and put the brains inside the sentinels. But Jody came back a little different. He did. Jody. You know, because he came back as a sentinel. Mm-hmm. Jody, uh, 
Jody says, I hate the people with the fever. You know what I call those fucking people with the fever? Muties. Those fucking muties. See, he's a sentinel, you see. Yeah. So they fight the tall men, and we realize, oh, he's got a weakness to cold. This was established in the first place. What can you do to bring down a fever? Freeze the fever, they say. And, uh, yeah. some ice cream. So they throw him in the freezer, and then they throw him in a cryogenic chamber. But before... They stick him in the freezer. They say, hey, I think you need to cool off. And then they put him in the freezer. Yeah, because there's a lot of one-liners in this movie. Yeah, this is definitely devolved from the first movie. This, uh, this is <laughs> movie shit. You know? Not very good, but not bad. I dig it. It's still a fun movie. Um but the tall man is not dead. He's not. And he kills Reggie at the end. Clearly kills Reggie. And kills this other little boy too. <laughs> Pulls him through a window. No, he place. didn't kill he didn't kill the Reg man. He the was Reg just man. pinned up against a wall. Like Yeah, that's right. All those sentinels that were hanging by strings on the ceiling, they attacked him and pinned him against the wall. I don't know. Again, the ambiguity of the ending. I guess Reggie's not dead. We'll probably see him in the next movie. But he clearly died in the last movie. I mean, I like it. Uh, this is more in tone with the second movie than the first. Uh, more of a sequel, again, that you would expect from a typical horror movie and all that shit. But uh, I liked it. It's different. Like, all the movies so far have been a little different. In this one, we realize why Mike wasn't cast by Universal in the second one. <laughs> He's not a good actor. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked them all the same. So far, I have liked these movies all the same, and I think they're all pretty good for different I reasons. like this one a little less, definitely one of the better part threes out there you know usually part threes just go to shit and uh this one is still it's okay you know it's a it's a good watch i like a lot of the the sets you know you could tell they're working on a cheaper budget than they did before or even in the first movie uh but they make it work you know some of the shit looks good some of it doesn't but uh and it definitely went the route of like, hey, you know, all these other movies are being, you know, with the jokes and everything. Let's throw in our own jokes and one-liners and, and stuff like that. Let's make the, give the people something to smile about. That's what they're doing. And, and it's uh, definitely more of its time with uh, yeah. more creature and gore effects in it and yeah. shit. So too. I didn't like that aspect of it, but <laughs> it, it's good. You know, it's it's a decent, like I said, for a part three, it's really good. They just should have went to Vegas. Mm -hmm. I didn't post that I had watched this one. I'll do this after the show. <laughs> well, I would recommend. And uh, again, 
I really remember liking part four. So we will see. Yeah. I think part four was actually the first Phantasm movie I watched. And uh, confusing as fuck, Joe, going into the Phantasm movies at part four. Would not recommend. Watch them. <laughs> watch them from the beginning. Speaking of getting fucked in the ass, Joe, and eating a rape kit, you like Spider-Man? I've been known to read Spider-Man. Sometimes mm. I'll read Spider-Man's when he's fighting a giant dude in a grizzly costume. It's kind of like the rhino, but he's a grizzly, you see, not a rhino. Anyway, Spider-Man's like zooming around the city as he usually Wait, who does. is the penciler on this one? Ross Andrew. Um, he's looking. For no, it's not spelled like Andrew. You piece of shit. Looking for another place to live because his place had got blowed up, and uh, he, but Liz Allen says, "Hey, here's a dump that you can go look at. It's only 125 bucks a month. I don't know if that was expensive at the time or not, but anyway, it's kind of a shitty place. But that's what he can afford, you know, because he's a freelance photographer that just quit his job." But apparently in the 70s, if you quit your job, you can just go walk back in and say, hey, yeah, fuck it. You know, I was kidding. And they're, okay. And I guess in the 70s, your renter isn't going to ask for uh, proof that you can pay for the rent. Yeah. So anyway, while he's there in the Daily Bugle, a dude in a fucking grizzly costume busts in. I like to call him. Midsummer, Captain Midsummer. It's definitely Midsummer stole this guy, and uh, Marvel should sue them. But, Fuck uh, him in the ass. That's he, what they should do. He's after J. Jonah Jameson for some reason. We don't know why, but Jonas, Jonah Jameson maybe ruined his career, his boxing career. We don't Wrestling. get too far into that boxing. Wrestling. Boxing. Fuck. Yeah. Kickboxing. Um, but he was such a good boxer that he kicked Spider-Man's ass pretty handily. and uh, But Spider-Man's threw one of those spider tracers on his fur, you know, because that's what he does so he can follow him later. He follows him, goes back to the house, you know, the grizzly house as Peter Parker. And as soon as he opens the door, boom, gets his ass kicked. And who's there? The Jackal. Remember him? The Jackal who got the Punisher to go after Spider-Man's. That's where we end this story, on a big cliffhanger. It's fucking dumb. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> this grizzly character is stupid as shit. <laughs> Stupider than the rhino, if you can mm -hmm. believe that. Yeah. Jackal sure does show up a lot. And uh, I don't really think he does much until the 90s. Fuck. Uh, Got a long way to go. Short time to get there. Yep. I would hope. Mm. Joe, I thought this list would be uh, a little better than mine turned out to be this week. Hopefully you got a good one. It's a list. Uh, we'll do. I'll try and do better next time, everybody. Feel free to turn it off and unsubscribe now. <laughs> Give it the whole thumbs down before you do, though.
Would recommend. <laughs> uh, okay, so these are our saddest movie moments. And on my honorable mentions, I have Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. There's a scene where his ape father is dying in front of him. <laughs> Sad scene. Sad scene. Then I have a movie called Jack the Bear. And who's that midget guy that's in, you know, a lot of funny movies? I don't know. But anyway, this is a very serious role. And it's about childhood. And it's about maybe you're not that great a dad and your children will be taken away from you. Even though you're the best dad you can be. People don't see it that way. It's maybe got some sad moments. Good enough. Then I got What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams, who plays a guy that's killed uh, in an auto accident incident. And throughout this movie, he is trying to work his way through the afterlife because his wife is going to commit suicide, and he wants to stop her from doing that. Because suicide is wrong. It's kind of ironic because, you know, Robin Williams and all. But then I have One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No Billy, who would go on to voice Chucky. Well, Billy has a sad time there in the asylum and uh, doesn't meet a good fate. Doesn't meet a good fate at all. Then I have Of Mice and Men. Yeah, having to shoot your best buddy, your road companion. Not a good time. Not a good time at all. Uh, he was retarded. He was. And he wasn't getting any better. Those, Tom, are my honorable mentions. Uh, I wrote down saddest movies, but I'm sure I can pull out moments. <laughs> I have Bad Moon. Man, when Thor, they take him to the pound, and he knows that the uncle's really a werewolf, but they can't do anything, and they're going to take him to the pound and put him to sleep. So sad. But don't worry, he's going to get out. And then I have The Land Before Time. Because I haven't seen this since I was a child. But I remember it being very sad. And then I have Sin City. Fucking Hardigan's trying to do the right thing. And in the end, he just has to fucking shoot himself in the goddamn head. And if you're a man, you know that's the way you're going to go out. And then I have Grizzly Man, because that poor son of a bitch's girlfriend loved him so much that she went out there with him and got ate by a bear, too. Fuck. And then I have The Hills Have Eyes, because not only did the humans' loved ones get murdered and eaten, but the dog's loved one got murdered and eaten, too. So sad, Joe. So sad. And those are my lackluster honorable mentions. At number 10, Tom, I have the film My Girl. Fuck. Pretty sad one, you know. She's there crying on the kid that died because of bees. She's crying. Telling him to get up out of that fucking casket, you lazy, stupid kid that nobody likes. Get on out of there. And she's crying, and it's a very sad moment. 
I guess Wu-Tang wasn't for the kids after it's all. A, I believe the term, it's a tear jerk-off. <sighs> Fuck. My number 10 is Observe and Report. Because Observe and Report is a very sad, sad man. It's not so much a sad movie, but he's a very sad, sad man. Thank you. At number nine, I have the animated classic, Grave of the Fireflies. And this movie's just a big fucking downer. Two kids trying to survive. You know, Japan is all fucked up because of the war. They're just trying to eat. You know, that's all they want to do is eat. They're fucking starving, Tom. Shit ain't good for these kids. Was this uh, the Godzilla Final War? I never saw that one. But I mean the war that they're in. Sure. Okay, thank you. My number nine, I have Paddington. Because he had the ship go... Go! Get the fuck out of here, Paddington. I have to go to the retirement home now. I can't watch you anymore. Go to a brand new land. And just hope you don't have to buy a rape kit. But in case you do, here's $10. Hopefully you can gamble and double it. So you can buy yourself a rape kit when you're eventually molested. Because let's be honest, Paddington is just a walking cum rag after all. Mm. Number eight of my favorite death scenes is Blade Runner, where Roy Batty, played by Rutger Hauer, gives a stirring soliloquy before he dies. Yeah, I had trouble with this with list, Tom. Had some trouble with it. <laughs> My number eight is Paddington 2. Very beginning, showing old uncle getting crushed by a tree. A tear jerk offer, as you say. Mm-hmm. Or as people in Chicago would say, a tear jag offer. <laughs> oh, those fucking Chicagoans. <laughs> At number seven, Tom, have Dumbo. Old Dumbo sneaking in, say goodbye to his mom before she's holed off to the elephant insane asylum place, you know, mm. where she's going to just get electroshock therapy. To where she's a docile elephant instead of an elephant that's fucking things up. Dumbo. Damn, speaking of which, I got some dog pills earlier. I got to remember where I put those. Son of a bitch. I got to go dump up the dog. That'd be good. Joe? Cure AIDS without taking them pills, you know. Not feline AIDS. Mm -hmm. I don't know how all these gay cats are having sex with my dog. That she got AIDS. Feline AIDS, Joe. I don't know. Clerks three. Can't judge. Dante dies. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Number six. I have the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant sacrifices himself. It's a sad moment. Mm-hmm. 
Number six, I have Men in Black 3. I teared up at the movie theaters when I watched this show. I think young Agent J's father died, and Agent K came up to him and says, Don't worry, baby. I'll take care of you now. There's a chain connected to my wall with your name on it. But first, we need to stop at the police station. Here's a 20. They know what it's for. Just give them a wink at the door. Men in Black 3. Getting jiggy with it. Number five, I have Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. But it's also the death of Spock. He dies. Clearly dies at the end of part two. So he won't be back for part three. My number five. Oh, yeah! So sad. First they take her pet away. Then they stick her fucking pet in the anals with hot shock pokers. And then they eat a little bit of her pet. And then. <sighs> Okja. At number four, I have the Green Mile. Mm. Yep. When they step on that little mouse, Mr. Jangles, some sad shit. Mm. Hey, Joe, you ever see The Fly 2? Yes. <sighs> Fuck. Why'd they do that to that dog, Joe? Why the fuck did they do that to that dog? By number four, The Fly 2. Because they did that to that dog. <sighs> Fucking pricks. And number two. Number three. Number three, I have JCVD. Mm. Sad, sad guy reflecting on on how fucking his life has just gone to shit. He used mm. to be on top of the world, but now everything's bad, you know? And his kid won't even talk to him until the end. Kid shows up to visit him in jail. It's a pretty sad moment. He has to drop his own mail off at the post office like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. How the mighty have fallen. Joe, my number three is another movie that I teared up in the movie theater at. And that is the first Guardians of the Galaxy. That mom's dying in the hospital bed and that kid's fucking losing it. Ah, oh, that sucks. Rest in empowerment. But at least you're an alien crime fighter guy now. His dad was a planet or something? I don't fucking know. I don't guess. <sighs> he was a thing. It's yeah. actually a sequel to The Thing, Joe. At number two, I have Charlotte's Web. Mm. Old Charlotte. She's got to explain the old uh, whatever the pig's fucking name is. Wilbur. That, uh, hey, when it's time to go, you got to go, motherfucker. And I'm going right now. Peace. She does one of that shit. 
Yeah, she did. But with three Num little spider arms. <laughs> mm. Number three. <laughs> I have two. Marcel the Shell. Number two, I have Marcel the Shell with shoes on. God damn, most of that movie's sad. You do love some A24 sadness. Mm. Sitting in the ghetto thinking about. And number one, I have Harold and Maude. It's Maude's time. She's done all she wanted to do in life. Now, fuck it. It's time to go. She kills herself. Mm. My number one is Dear Zachary. This is a, a documentary about horrible, horrible shit happening and more and more horrible shit happening. Uh, if you want to be sickened, depressed, and lose your faith in everything, go watch Dear Zachary. Bring popcorn. Joe, hopefully for next week you have a much better, a much more entertaining list. Because I'll tell you this, I'm not clipping this week's fucking top ten for uh I wouldn't. I'm glad I didn't I didn't share that we were going live. Uh, next You know week. what will be though? I'm gonna clip of like, hey, here's what you do if you get raped. <laughs> so we'll be streaming somewhere other than YouTube in the future. Is this video made for children? Yep. Yes. If you want them to be safe and know what to do. Not um, just safe, but saved. Join us next week when we talk about our top 10 uh, fictions, things of fiction, movies, books, comics, whatever, with characters culture. that feature characters named Tom. <laughs> Pop culture Toms. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I guess. I was going to do our top 10 a24 so we could get the a lot of hits but nah fuck that fuck those movies yeah i might have five so yeah. all right uh everybody i hope you just have a i have just have a week okay yeah get through <laughs> have it. a week so we can see you next fucking week god get damn it through this week everybody remember it gets better. It doesn't, though. It doesn't fucking get any better. You know why it doesn't get better, Joe? Because if you order anything from DWNProductions.net, you're not going to get it for a while. I am booked up for the rest of the year, probably a little bit into the new year as well. Uh, if you ask me about custom work, might happen next year but i think the next thing i sculpt would be something i would like to sculpt because uh fuck you about that suck a fucking dick <laughs>
<laughs> Joe T-shirts. Fastcustomshirts.com. Uh, maybe if you order within the next week or so, you'll get it for Christmas. More than likely you will. They're fast. It's in fast the name. Enough. As fast as UPS can get it to you. Because, right, uh, yeah. I can't control that so shit. so much USPS anymore. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy. The fucking price thing pops up and UPS is always cheaper. That so is what fucking odd. What's going on here? Yeah. Times they are a changing. And it sucks because I like the people who work at my local post office too. But it's just like when I'm fucking saving $25 each time I go to shit sure. my stuff for the fucking day, it's uh, you'd be a fool not to. So. It is what it is. I still try and put some packages there that are only a couple cents difference just to, just to help them out. But Get your fucking shit together. These temporary price increases ain't fucking temporary. They don't go away. They're never fucking temporary. And they fucking increase every year, just mm-hmm. regularly in January. It was twice so, last year that they went up. And hey, shout out to my local shoppery. I just had to be a little more patient and wait a couple of days and they'd have them back in stock. Sorry for getting upset last week. I was just going through withdrawals. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great week. More importantly, I hope I have a fucking great week. Until then, boy God. The song,